For without faith to please him, for he that cometh to God with what? When we come to God, we come to him with what? The word. We come to him with his word in faith, believing because we have read it. We've seen it. Amen? But without faith, it's impossible to please him. It's impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God, he that cometh to God must believe that God is. Is what? A rewarder of those who diligently, I mean, you're after it. Anybody ever been, uh, boy, when you see that squirrel, oh, you catch some fish. A lot of people get frustrated if they don't catch something in the first five or ten minutes. That's me. Okay, if we're not going to catch any fish, let's quit and go home. Well, faith is not like that. You have to hold on to it. You have to be diligent. You have to stay right there. You can't give up. You just got to keep pressing. You just got to keep pressing. You just got to keep pressing. You just got to keep going on. Amen? Hallelujah. I love the way God puts this. For without faith, it's impossible. There's no, one translation says, there's no way for God's word to work if you don't believe in what God says. Amen? It's impossible. You can't. For without faith, it's impossible to please him. There's not a person in here this morning that does not want to please the Father. Amen. For without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder. What is the reward of all those things that I was talking about? Well, you get a squirrel, you get fish. Amen. Hallelujah. When you believe in God for healing, your faith will bring you to a place to where you can receive what the word has already said belongs to you. Amen. All God has ever promised us has already been given. Well, pastor, if it's already been given, how come I don't have it? Well, look here at verse 11 again, or verse 6. But without faith, it's impossible, what? To please him. For those that come to God must believe that he, what? Is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. It's not that he does not want you to have it. You've got to position yourself in a place to where you can receive what's already been given. And how many of you know his word has already been given? Jesus has already came. Jesus is not going to come the second time and do this all over again. He did it one time. It's finished. It's over. The next time we see him, we'll see him in the sky. And he'll be coming for us. Can you say amen? Amen. Listen to this here. It's so important. Without knowing the will of God, and we can easily say, without knowing the word of God, our faith has no place to begin. Without knowing what God says about any subject, you don't even have a starting place because you don't know what he said. But we're talking about healing today. Whatever the subject may be, whatever you're facing today, you must have a knowing knowledge. You must have a place to start. And without knowing, you don't know where to start. Uh, In high school, I, I used to pole vault in high school. And they always would make an announcement. 
All pole vaulters get ready to start at such and such pole vault pit. Or all the runners get ready to start, you know. You're getting ready to start. Can you see how important it is you need to know where your starting place is? And to believe and receive anything from God, your starting place is in His Word. Everybody say, my starting place is in His Word. Amen. Without knowing the will of God, faith has no place to begin. But you begin to read, and you begin to see, and you begin to uh, inhale all that God has for you, your faith will begin to grow in whatever it is you're reading. Faith has to have something to grab a hold of. It, have to, it has to have something to, to encourage you with. Now you have some substance. Now you have some, some backing. Now you know what God says about that particular subject. Can you say amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. Our faith must have a place to begin. And God's word gives us that place. You have all that you need to have in front of you this morning. Well, if you don't have a Bible, a device, or whatever it is, you have all you need in these 66 books of the Bible to get you to where you want to finish. They're all in here. They're all in his word. Well, pastor, how do we get them? Well, we have to have a place to start, and the word will give you a place to start. Now, when you have a place to start, the word is going to give you some faith, going to give you some substance that you can go forward. Can you say amen? Glory to God. Talking about God's medicine. Before anyone, before anyone can have a steadfast faith for healing or any other subject that you believe in God for, there has to be an, uh, an all uncertainty. You got, I mean, you've got to be certain. You've got to be positive that God's word works. Amen. Let me say that to you again. Before anyone can have a steadfast faith in God's word for healing in their body, all uncertainty concerning God's will in the matter must be gone. If there's any, any, any iota of doubt, it's not going to be there. If there's any iota of not being sure, God's word will not work for you. We're talking about faith in God. We're talking about pleasing God. We're talking about having substance. And the only way you're going to have substance in your life to receive anything from God is in his word. It's his word. This is the most important thing you'll ever read in your life, his Bible. Amen. Most important thing you'll ever read. Out of it gains everything you'll ever need to know. Amen. Hallelujah. Our faith for healing cannot go beyond the revealed word of God to you. In other words, you can't believe God for something you don't know that's there. But when you find it, and when you see it there, you begin to smile and you begin to look and you begin to say, Hey, he wrote that for me. He gave that for me. Here, I'm an old diehard sinner, and I found out that if I would confess Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, He would save me 
Romans 10, 8, 9, and 10. I needed to confess with my heart and believe that Jesus, amen, was the Son of God. And if I did that, the Bible said, I've got substance now. Hey, the Word said, the Word said that if I would believe what He said, He would reward me with what? Salvation. Woo! Glory to God. I believe what His Word says. Thank you, Jesus. We need to know what the scriptures teach on healing concerning our personal needs. It's just as much God's will to heal the body as it is to heal the soul. Just as important. Matter of fact, when God saved you, he already healed you. According to the word of God, and if you look up the word salvation, the salvation Word study says, talks about healing also, as well as salvation. So when you said yes to Jesus, you got saved, and you also received all the benefits that salvation brings. And one of those is what? Healing. It's healing. Barb read it over there in Isaiah 55 a while ago. Amen. He said that. I didn't. But he said that in his word. So if he says it in his word, Joe, I can get some substance from that. I can believe what God said. We can't always believe what people say. But I can assure you, every word that God ever said in this word is true. And every bit of it will come to pass. Every bit of it. Glory to God. Psalms 107 verse 20. Let's turn over there. Amen. There's nothing like sharing God's word with you. Psalms 107. Psalms 107. Amen. Let me get over here. Psalms 107. Hallelujah. Verse 20. And it says this. Psalms 107, verse 20. Now see, this is yours. Now who did he send his word to? You and I. Every person in here. He sent his word, amen, and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Anybody ever gone through some things? Anybody ever facing some things right now? Well, he sent his word to you. Is that what he said, Tommy? He sent his word to Tommy. You can put your name right there. You ought to write your name right there. God sent his word to Tommy and healed me and delivered me from every one of my troubles. He did. I said he did. Well, why don't I feel like I've been delivered? Delivered. (laughs) Delivered. Because your feelings has nothing to do with God's word. It ain't about how you feel. It's what you know. It's what you know. If I were to go by all of my feelings, and if you were to go by all the feelings that you would have had, uh, maybe 90% of this crowd wouldn't have even came this morning if you went by what you were feeling. Amen? I didn't get out of the bed. I didn't feel nothing. I didn't feel saved. I didn't feel anything. I just felt like I needed to go to the bathroom. Amen. But there's a knower in here goes beyond my feelings. See, when I got up, I already knew I was saved because I've accepted Jesus as my personal Savior. I knew that. I said I knew that. 
He sent his word and his word healed them. Of what? What is your problems today? He sent his word and his word healed you. How do I get to the place to where I allow my faith to be my substance and to allow me to have what God has promised me? Amen? It's right there in his word. A lot of people just don't want to spend the time or the effort to find out what God has for them. They want somebody else to tell them about it. They want somebody else to read it to them. But I tell you what, folks, I can't do that. I have to do it for myself. You have to do it for yourself. What we hear on Sunday and what we hear on Wednesdays, we're to download and, and, and feed it into our spiritual man and then do something with it. Amen. Hallelujah. It's like somebody would deliver you a, a, a new car, park it in your driveway, put the keys in your hand, and all you got to do is to go out there and put the keys in the ignition, turn it on, and take off. There's some effort you need to make. Amen? Amen. We need to go get it. Yeah, but God's a sovereign God and he loves me. Yeah, and God will let you die young. God will let you die sick. God will let you die broke. But that's not his will. Do you hear me? That's not his will. That's not his will. It's not his will that anyone die lost. It's not his will that anyone die broke on a street corner begging for money. That's not God's will. That is not his will. It is not God's will to somebody to lay in a bed of sickness and affliction for years and years and suffer. That is not God's will. His word is his will. And his word will take care of every situation that you will ever face. Look here, Proverbs chapter 4. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 4. Right after the book of Psalms. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 4. Are you with me? Come on. Proverbs chapter 4. Beginning in verse 20. It says, My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Now we're beginning to learn a little bit of how I can receive some of these things that God has given me. There are stipulations. Did you know that? There are stipulations that you had to make to become born again. There are stipulations that you had to make to become filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. I believe everybody in this church ought to speak with tongues. It's a gift. It's for you. It's free. Amen. Glory to God. But let's go on. Proverbs 4.20 says, My son, attend to my words. It's also talking to the daughters. Well, what does it mean to attend to my words? Look over here in 1 Peter. 1 Peter chapter 2. Hallelujah. 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 2. Let me get over here. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2. We just read in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. Amen. And he said, My son, attend 
to my word. Amen. He's telling us, trying to tell us something, trying to give us some information to get us from where we are to where we need to go. What does it mean to attend to my words? Look here at 1 Peter 2.2. 1 Peter 2.2 says, As newborn babies desire the what? The sincere milk of the word that you may grow grow thereby. The sincere milk. In other words, one translation says the pure. I've been told that there is no more pure food for a baby to receive than from his mother or her mother. Amen? Pure. I mean, it's just pure. Well, as babies, you and I, as babies, you and I need to desire the sincere, true milk of God's Word. Why? Why that I would grow? Come on, folks. You, you can't be walking around when you're 40 or 50 years old with a pacifier in your mouth. Amen. I wouldn't look good. Barb came in here on Sunday morning and sitting on the front row, wanting me to pet her and have a, a ninny in her mouth. Well, you big baby, grow up. Get that thing out of your mouth. And I didn't say that he did. As newborn babes, Desire the what? The sense there ought to be a desire in every believer in here when it comes to healing. Amen. That you don't, you don't, I mean, that's a stranger to you, sickness. Myself personally, I have been praying for years to be totally free of medication of any kind. I've been, since I got out of the military and had some things I had to go through and, but I've gotten saved and God showed me the word. Last month, they took every medication I ever took away from me. I don't take anything now. Glory to God. Amen. That's wonderful. You don't know. That's wonderful to me. I've been believing. I'm 73 years old and don't take anything. And I'm not going to take anything. Why? Because God has provided His Word. He sent His Word, and His Word healed me. He just told me in Proverbs 4, verse 20, Son, attend unto my Word. Pay attention to what I'm trying to tell you. We go over here to Peter, and he said, Be like a baby, and all you need to do is just desire the sincere milk of God's Word. And when I do that, I will feed you, you will grow, and you will be all that I've called you you to do. Now I'm not bragging on what God did for me. I've been believing God to do without medication for years. And I thank Him. I don't take anything. I don't take anything. And the doctor doctor said, uh, wow. I said, yeah, me too. Wow. (laughs) Amen. Folks, I know what God's Word can do. But I know what I had to do to get it. Amen. Look over here, Matthew chapter 4 in the Gospel of Matthew. Matthew chapter 4. Ooh. I shouted that day, jumped up down that day, did a little dance. I looked at Barb and said, I told you, I told you, I, I, I ain't taking no more. I don't have to take no more. <laughs> Amen. Matthew 4, 4. Well, let me begin in verse verse 1. Then was Jesus led of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. 
And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward a hungered. In other words, he was hungry. I guess I would be too. And when the tempter came, do you ever notice when the devil comes, he always comes at you when you're having problems. When you're down on your day and down on your luck and down on everything else. You know, here he comes, tries to get up on your shoulder, planting all these lies there. But when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, if you are who you say you are, that'd be like the, Lord, the, the devil telling you, If you believe the word like you say you believe the word, come on, let's see if you really believe it or not. That's what he was trying to tell Jesus. And when the tempter came, he'll come, but you don't have to listen to him. He'll come, but you don't have to let him in. I said, he'll come, but you don't have to let him plant that thought in your mind. Can you say amen? I heard Brother Hagin say one time, you can allow a bird to fly over your head, but you don't have to allow him to plant a nest on top of your head. Amen. (laughs) But he answered and said, or when the tempter came, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written. How important is it for you and I to know what's written? If you want to succeed, if you want to have what God wants you to have in your life, you need to find out what is written. Amen? It was important enough for Jesus to know it. But he answered and said, it is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. That's what we've been doing, is giving you what God said about healing. What does it mean to attend to my words? It means to put my word first. Amen. Give my word your undivided attention. Proverbs 4, verse 20 again, the latter part of verse 20. It says, incline thine ear to my sayings. Open your ears, amen, to what God is saying. My goodness, folks, we listen to everything else out here. You know, while Barbara and I were gone, I heard heard some of the ungodliest music where we were at. I'm telling you, I just didn't know there was that kind of stuff out there. But it's there, I guess, because I don't listen to it. I mean, we hear everything. People talking. People saying this. People saying that. Using words that I'm not accustomed to hearing. Amen. They're out there. Those words are out there. Amen. <laughs> Incline thine ear to my saying. And, and look, folks, if we're going to live in the world, we're going, to have, we're going to hear a lot of stuff. You're just going to have to be adult enough about it and Christian enough about it to fend it off. Amen. Hallelujah. Open your ears to what God is saying. God doesn't ask us to understand. I really love this part. God doesn't ask us to understand his word, but he does ask us to believe it. To believe it. Thank God his word works, not because we always understand it, but because of what? We believe it. And your faith can only come one way. I don't care what it is. Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Not having heard, it'll take you more than one time to hear the word of God before it penetrates into your heart. 
Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. Oh, I've heard that before. Well, have you got what the Word says you can have? Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. Amen. And hearing by the Word of God. Faith for healing comes when we feed on God's Word. Look here at Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8. Let's look here at Matthew. See what that tax collector has to say. Matthew chapter 8 and verse 13. And Jesus said unto the centurion. You know the story about the centurion. He says, go thy way. And as as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. Isn't that good? And his servant was healed. His servant was healed in that selfsame hour. When? When did his servant receive his healing? When he believed it. When he believed it. Right then. Right then. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Now look over here at Mark 5. Mark 5. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 5. Hallelujah. Mark 5. And beginning in verse, well, verse 34. Hallelujah. Mark five thirty-four, And he said unto her, talking about very familiar story here, Daughter, <laughs> thy faith. Not me, not mine, not you, not the person next to you. Daughter, your faith. Come on, isn't that what the word says? It sure does. And he said unto her daughter, Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Wow. There's no peace in sickness. There's no peace in, in wondering if you're going to live or die. Amen. We're all going to live and declare the works of the Lord. That's what the word said. Amen. But if I live long enough and get old enough, I'll probably get out of here. Amen? There is a time. I don't know when that time is. Amen? But I don't have to die sick. I don't have to die uh, sitting on a street corner begging bread. We don't. Come on, church. We don't. We don't. We don't have to be like that. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now look here at Matthew... uh, 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 Mark 11. Let's look at Mark 11. Hallelujah. Or no, not Mark 11. Matthew 9. I'll get you there. Matthew 9. <laughs> Matthew chapter 9, beginning in verse 28. Matthew 9. Matthew chapter 9, beginning in verse 28. It says, and went, well, I'll begin in verse 27. When Jesus departed, then two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. He will. <laughs> and when he was come unto the house, the blind men came in, came to him, and Jesus said unto them, Believe ye that I'm able to do this? And I'll ask you the question this morning. Believe ye that he is able to do what he said he could do? 
Believe ye that I am able to do this? They said unto him, Yea, Lord. Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. And their eyes were opened. And Jesus straightly charged them, saying, See that no man know about it. But how did they get it? Faith. (laughs) Yeah, they did. They got it by faith. That's how we started this, this lesson today. By faith. They believed. When Jesus asked them that question, they said, Yeah, Lord, we believe. Bam. Their eyes were opened. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. Amen. Faith doesn't come from seeing. Faith doesn't come from feeling. Again, in Romans 10, 17, faith only comes one way. This is the only way you're going to get faith from God. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing the word of God. That's how faith comes. His word has much to say, not only about healing, but about your whole life. Now look here at Matthew chapter 8. I love this scripture. Matthew chapter 8. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 8, verse 17. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Himself, talking about Jesus, took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. And I'm sure people have asked you this question before. If Jesus took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses, why do I have them? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Is it God's will to put sickness on you? Absolutely not. That'd be like me pronouncing and put sickness on my children to teach them a lesson. Well, that's silly. That's silly. No parent in his right mind would put a sickness on a child to teach it a lesson. But people are saying sometimes God puts disease and sickness on you to teach you a lesson. No, he doesn't. You show me scripture for that. But I can show you scripture where he has come to heal you and make you free from your sicknesses. I love this. That it might be fulfilled. See, it's not fulfilled to everyone. Even though Isaiah prophesied it. Amen. That Jesus, what? He took the infirmities and bare our sicknesses, Vicki. He did that for you. Just for you. He loved us that much. Tommy, he loves you that much. All the troubles and the trials we're going through, Jesus did it because he cares for us. Amen? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Himself took our infirmities. 1 Peter 2.24 says, Who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes we were healed. So if I were, I is. That's not good English, but it's true. (laughs) If we were, we are. Amen. If we were, 
We are. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Acts 10.38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Your daddy didn't make you sick. Your mama didn't make you sick. Your grandma didn't make you sick. The oppressor is the devil. Amen. He's the one that brings sickness. Listen to this. I wrote this. John Alexander, John Alexander Dowie said this. John Alexander, John Alexander Dowie founded Zion, Illinois. He was a great healing evangelist many, 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 many years ago. And he said, sickness is satanic oppression. Anybody in here ever felt good about being sick? It's complete oppression. Gets, to, gets us into states that we don't even want to be in. God doesn't do that. God doesn't bring states of oppression on you. It's satanic oppression. Amen. That the adversary brings. Sickness is satanic oppression. Proverbs twenty four twenty one. Let them, my words, not depart from thine eyes. Not only are we to listen to his word, but we're to look at his word. We need to get God's word and look at it. Don't, don't let his word depart from your eyes. We need to continue looking at it at least, at least sometime during the day. Proverbs 4.22, the latter part of 4.22. Talking about his word. They are what? They are life. They are life to those that, you say that next word, to those that find them. So that's telling me that even though there's life in this word, it's for only for those who find those words. We need to be diligent. We need to be about our Father's business. Can you say amen? Amen. amen? Glory to God. Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53. Hallelujah. I mean, we, we have opportunity to believe all kind of things. Amen? This is a scripture you read, isn't it, Barb? Well, I did not. We'll close with this one, Isaiah 53. We've been talking about God's medicine. We've been talking about faith, how to appropriate faith. You have to have a starting place. You can't believe God for something you don't know about. You have to know what it is written. You have to know what's in there. Amen. Isaiah 53 said, Who? Who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Why, you. You, <laughs> for, he, for he, Jesus, shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form, no commonness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is de- despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Hallelujah. We love Jesus. Surely. I said, surely 
He hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken and smitten of God and afflicted. Sometimes we forget about what he's done for you and I. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was wounded for all the trouble you go through. He took stripes upon his back in the midst of all that you've done to be remembered no more. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed. We are healed. Why? Because he sent his word and his word has healed us. Proverbs 4, 20, uh, 21 and 22 has so much to do with you and I receiving. We need to hear. We need to pay attention. We need to be diligent. Because if we will, and if we find his word in there concerning our situation, not only healing, he said it is life to all your flesh. There's, what, there's not one disease. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Don't matter whether the doctors say there's no cure for it at all. If Jesus said that you could find life for all of your flesh, I believe that's what he meant. Amen. Yeah. Jesus not only came to save us, but he came to heal us. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Came to heal us. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. We just thank you for who you are. Thank you for an opportunity to be here on a Sunday. Thank you for those that are here this morning. Those that need prayer. Those that need help. Father, we pray that there's one person here that's going through some kind of sickness, some, some kind of disease. We pray that they'll, they'll download this word into their spirit and begin to read and begin to receive it. And when, when they see that as theirs, that's when it belongs to them. So, Father, I thank you for faith that has come today to hear your word because faith will get us to where we need to be concerning whatever it is, whatever situation it is, whatever you're facing today, whatever you're going through. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, Tommy, I was, I was just praying. I heard, uh, I just heard the Spirit speak to my spirit and said to tell Tommy uh, to pray for his safe traveling graces wherever you go. You remember that too. Just thank you, Lord. Wherever I go, you're with me. I'm, you're going to do a lot of traveling. So we're just praying for safe traveling graces for you. And not only you, but I heard the Lord give me his name, so that's why I mentioned him. But it's for all of us. I said it's for all of us. You ought to claim that everywhere. Barb prays that over us every time we leave somewhere. She prays that scripture that we'll, what is it? Uh, Psalm 21. Yeah. 121, 7 and 8. Yeah. Psalms 121:7 7 and 8, that he'll bless our departures and our arrivals safe amen and psalm 91 you, you all know those amen but if you're here this morning and you need prayer 
please feel free to come up here. We'll be glad to pray for you. Amen. If anybody's facing any kind of physical whatever, it doesn't matter. Amen. If you're here this morning, you'd like to be filled with the Holy Ghost, with evidence of speaking in other tongues. That's for you too. That's for believers. Yeah. Amen. 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 Well, praise God. Let's stand. Thank you all for being here this morning. Thank you for being faithful. Amen. Amen. Need prayer, Tommy? Amen. Hold your hands up. You heard the word today, right? And how does faith come? By hearing. By hearing. Yeah. That's right. So whatever it is you're facing, when you read the word and you ask God to help you, that word that you get, God's going to give you will get down in here. Now that's going to give you the substance you need to believe it. Not just words. Oh, I believe. Well, everybody believes in God, but not everybody believes what God can do. And that's where you need to be. You believe that God can deliver you from these things. That God can take those thoughts out of your mind. God can do those things for you, but you have to be a willing vessel. Now hold your hands back up. You just have to give your life to Him. And just say this way, Father, Father I, repent I repent of anything that I've done, of anything that, I've done that would displease you. That would displease you. Father, I love you, Father, I love you. And I'm asking you to help me. Father, I love you and I'm asking you to help me. Today, I make a lot of mistakes and I need your help. But I believe you're with me. I love you. You died for me. So, Father, I thank you that you're going to touch my way. You're going to touch the way I talk. You're going to speak to me about where I should go and not go. So, Father, I thank you. I receive your word. You're my healer. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Now just stand on that. Just stand on that, okay? Amen. Hold your hand up and say, thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. There you go. Smile. God loves it when you smile. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Amen. Go ahead. Laugh if you want to. God's a good God. Amen. 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 All right. Uh, let's pray. Father, we thank you for uh, allowing us to be in church with us today. Thank you for all that you're doing. Uh, help me to remember stuff. <laughs> when to close, when to open, and all those other kind of things. But we pray for our church. Pray for our church family. Those that are here, those that are not here. We thank you, Father, that there's nothing like hearing your word. It's your word that sets us free. So we praise you. We love you. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank <laughs> you.